all the things I do. So I'm like a nomad, you can say. You know, I keep traveling from here to there, my hands and feet into trying to do various uh, stuff. And I think I'm like a jack of all trades. Um, and uh, I'm happy not mastering anything, but I'm, I'm a decent jack. I'm a more than decent jack in everything. Okay, yes. you're being <laughs> modest here. I'm sure you're being modest, right? So it's an absolute pleasure having you. And I think um, people need to hear this. He's also, not just that, okay? The list of things that I mentioned, you guys, you need to know this. He has also written, shot, produced a short film, which is like the favorite of all critiques. Um, he's really good at that. He's also... It's done pretty well. Uh, it's, it's a while ago, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And also his lockdown studio, the lockdown studio, his YouTube channel has some really creative content. So please yeah, do make sure to check it out. Okay. Um, so please, great. Please do say it again. Please do. <laughs> yeah, because, you know what? Because, because frankly speaking, it's, 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 um, it's the following and uh, the love that actually provides uh, artists more fuel to, I mean, fuel to do more, uh, more work, uh, more creative work. So yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So great. Uh, you've uh, really positioned your own status quo in the Indian television industry. You've been here for a really long time. Um, having played remarkable characters, you know, from uh, Gautam Virani uh, in a primetime Indian television show like Kyunki Saspi Kavibahuti to playing a really, again, an elusive different character of Abhimanyu in uh, Yeha Mahapate, you've played some really amazing uh, juxtaposition of characters. Um, how does it make you feel, you know, in hindsight, when you look back, Sumit, um, what has your acting journey been like? Uh, it's, it's been quite fascinating. I've been very happy. Hi, Tenzin. There's somebody called Tenzin who's just said hi to me. Oh. Uh, another Tenzin. Yeah. So, and um, Kishle. Hi, Kishle. Uh, so, yeah, it's been, it's, been, uh, it's been very nice. No complaints at all. Um, I've been a little selfish in a way because, uh, I mean, I'd like to thank uh, my audience for all the love and the support that I've received. Um, very important again, the way I just mentioned that uh, you need support. Uh, it acts like a fuel for artists. So sure. um, when you get your love and support, when you're acting as well, um, and uh, you know that you're being watched, you know you're not being judged exactly, but uh, stuff is expected out of you. Things are sure. expected out of you. Um, right. It, it could be, uh, you could take it as some pressure. You could, you couldn't. But if you do, it's good because it will take out the best. Uh, it'll, the best in you will come out. But uh, it's been a good journey. It's been a great journey. Um, I haven't done as much as I could have because I'm a little selective. Uh, I did uh, go back into architecture for about four years in the middle. Yes. Um, so there was a break in my career. And uh, I did. I did decide to come back to acting because it's very difficult to do both. I can mm -hmm. either do act or architecture, you know, it's not like, it's, it's not like uh, uh, playing Scrabble or writing or something that you can do on the side. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, um, because, you know, if I, if I'm doing something, I would like to do it a hundred percent. Doing both of them side by side would mean uh, not doing either of them properly. So yes. Um, They've been different kind of roles. They've been different kind of roles. Uh, Gautam Virani was the first role. Abhimanyu was the last. And uh, quite a few in between. I've done a few negative characters as well, which I love doing. Because yeah. you can really kind of, you know, go a little over the top in those. And, uh, but, but yeah, but again, uh, I'd like to repeat myself that I'd like to thank the audience for all the love and support. And it's been great. Yes, 
helps. I think uh, your characters have a huge, a massive impact on the uh, audiences. They really admire you for these characters, especially uh, Gautam Virani's character and Abhimanyu's character. Um, so having said that, um, now something I'm very inquisitive to know about. Of course, now you've accomplished uh, your, um, you know, um, own savoir-faire in acting, own craftsmanship in acting. But uh, growing up as a child, how was young Sumi? Who was young Sumi? Did you always want to pursue acting? Uh, what yeah. gravitated you? And what were the repercussions? Because I know typical, a lot of typical Indian parents are like, no, it's either medical or engineering. So it's like, did you have these sudden disastrous options or did you uh, make your own way? No, my, my parents are very easy, number one. Uh, so there was no pressure from the family in any way. Mm -hmm. And in fact, my mother, my mother is also very artistic, actually. Okay. Uh, she is a lovely painter, but she never pursued it uh, commercially. Uh, so maybe maybe it's, it's from her I get the little artistic streak or the, the tendency of being on this side. But uh, I wouldn't say that um, I aspired to be an actor since I was a kid, for sure, because I was fairly shy. Um, I was... Um, but maybe, this, this is a very funny story, actually. Maybe deep down uh, in me, maybe there was this... Uh, this wish that I, I went on stage and acted. I'm talking about theater, stage, that's it. I'm not talking about being on screen and jumping from the 10th floor down, no. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. really, yeah, yeah, no. So because I remember um, then in Delhi, in Monday House, there's this lovely theater called Kamani Auditorium. And uh, my mother and I, and I can't remember who else, but my mother was there because I was scolded that day. Uh, okay. So my mother and I were sitting on the balcony, in, in the balcony, and we were watching a show. And it was an English play, a very simple set. The set was divided into three parts. Um, it was, uh, the center was the drawing dining. The left part was the kitchen. The right was the bedroom. So there was this lady. Oh, this is a, quite a long story. I don't know how much time we have. I'll, I'll say it quickly. Is it? Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so there's this lady who's kind of, you know, cleaning up in, uh, doing a little bit of dusting in, mm -hmm. in, the, in the drawing room. And uh, she hears this voice saying, uh, Miss, let's presume she's Robinson. So, uh, Mrs. Robinson, uh, I have something to tell you. So uh, she goes, oh, he's here. I think I should hide in the kitchen. And she goes, you know, a little exaggeratedly, you know, uh, she goes in the kitchen. Uh, this guy again says, Mrs. Robinson, are you home? Uh, and he finds the doors open. He comes in. Mrs. Robinson, where are you? I'm sitting on the balcony. I'm eight years old, seven, eight years old. Mrs. Robinson, where are you? This is very urgent. Where are you? And I get up. I don't even, I don't do the standing. I get up. I said, okay. she's in the kitchen. Okay. So, <laughs> and believe me, the entire, the entire, there was about 600 people in the, in the auditorium. They all went bonkers. They just kept laughing, clapping. It took about two minutes for all that stuff to die out. And you know what? Whenever you're on stage and you're acting, these goof-ups happen. And actors have to actually, uh, actors have to, they do. They take out some kind of, they, they do manage every time. But this kind of a situation is like really, really, really difficult. So right. the actor obviously was, was frozen. When everything died out, everything died out, the clapping, the laughing, he continued. Uh, Mr. Robbins, uh, where are you? That, that way. Kind of. So, okay. so uh, why, why did I come to the story? What was the question? I'm so sorry. What was your mother's childhood? childhood yeah. so, your so interest in action. Yeah, so, so it's possibly, it's possible that, you know, um, uh, I've always, I've always loved going to theater. Whenever I walk into a theater and I, I see 
I see this set in dim lighting with the music going on. It kind of I react to it. I love it. And um, but I was never really. Uh, I was shy basically. I, I never really uh, uh, went ahead. Find <clears throat> your own escape through this uh, modality called acting. Did you? That was that your escape. not really no no not really look uh theater is something that attracted me always and i'll be very frank with you it is musical theater it was musical theater that is what attracted me uh when i was about 14 15 years old i went to oh god this is another long story now uh, what time is it okay so when i was about 14 15 years old i went to kamani auditorium again and i mm-hmm. watched the show my fair lady a musical okay. marvelous marvelous musical marvelous and that's when i said i want to be on stage I really want to be on stage I want to go and sing and I went and I uh, it was directed by Amrza Hussain and I said okay I need to go and work with Amrza Hussain if possible because I presume that Amrza Hussain does only musicals which is not true anyway that was a musical so that was the moment when you decided that this is something that I want to do oh, for the rest of my life I, it's something that I didn't decide that I want it's something where I realized that I'd love to do. Okay there was I a sort of enigma there was a sort of enigma that the realization moment hey this is what this is something yeah. that I can do that I like doing yeah yeah, yeah. okay excellent so, so about then, yeah no okay no, so about 7 about 6 7 years later uh because of some connections uh, i mean i i went to work with an architect a summer job he sent me to a lady's place to measure a kitchen that lady turned out to be the same lady who was my fair lady in oh, my fair lady that's a kind and of that's how i got in yeah so so it's So that's how I got in touch with uh, Amir Raza Hussain. Okay. At that time, because I was in college, I could not uh, pursue theater at that stage because I was in the middle of studying. Right. Uh, but course, after that, it happened. So with him. Okay. Perfect. And now, after you gained some sort of exhilaration and holes uh, in acting, now over the years, since you've played a different graph of characters. Um, what is your favorite character of all? Out of all the negative characters, and what is the process? Uh, of you getting into a character because i know a lot of artists say this uh, some of my theater friends say you know tenzin when i get into a character when i go back home i'm still in that zone and that kinds of disturb for example if you're playing a really um sort of disastrous evil or maybe a sad character to be to be uh, for an instance that does that impact you deep down does that character have any sort of impact in your personal life as a person uh not exactly i would say i would say in television look when you're doing theater uh that time your rehearsal time and your your involvement is is it it's different uh mm-hmm. in television what happens is that the amount of time frame that you have so so uh the speed with which we work um i guess we are accustomed to switch on and switch off frankly okay and um i would say except the first show that i did which was kyuki where mm-hmm. i actually got for a month I got over a month to actually know what the what the character was about and how he should be, and I did a lot of thinking about it. Um, I never used to smoke, so I used to actually uh, smoke one cigarette in the evening. Uh, every every night after dinner, I would smoke one cigarette in the mirror. Okay. Because you know I want to smoke in a particular way so that you know it, it doesn't look like there's a amateur smoking kind of a thing. And right. uh, so that's one of the things. And uh, there were a lot of other things because there was a lot of attitude required in him. But otherwise, other than that. i would say in television whenever you whenever you start a show it's only with time when you start discovering uh what are things that he or she would do how they would do stuff like that um and um 
and with time because because you're doing it so often so it comes like a regular job right so uh, so when you are there when you are there on the set then you you very easily do slip into those shoes yes yes because i've heard a lot of people saying i think it's a gift that you possess because uh sometimes people who are mentally really sensitive see i am an hsp i'm hypersensitive as a person you tell me something i start crying tears start start rolling out i'm always brimming with tears you tell me something i'm there um and i'm very weak that way but i think it's a gift to possess to switch on and off which is very difficult for a lot of artists now um this is amazing um this show the whole objective as i said was to inspire people and you're here with your own story um i want to a really uh, interesting aspect of your uh, career um for people listening to us right now listening to you right now what is your principle of success because success can connote different meaning to different people for somebody it could be just you know having a more happy relationship for somebody is just making more money uh but for you in your perspective number 1 what is success and what are the principles of success how can a person be successful and more happier uh i would i uh, one thing i'm very certain about that uh, one thing that i am very certain is that uh, success cannot be measured by the amount of money you make certainly so sure. if that is your that is your only aim um i think then there is something missing it's not going to work out right you're not going to be that, you know there, there should be something more than that for sure yeah. it is something that is required for sure uh, but it is not uh, it is not something that you should bank on for happiness or for uh, to feel that you are successful or some stuff like that right Right, right. So I'm not really sure if I'm the right person to ask this because um, I am a very uh, strict person with myself because whenever I do anything, I have to be, I I really really um, grind myself to make sure that it's it comes out as perfect as possible. So mm-hmm. I I really put myself through a lot to for whatever little bit for whatever I'm doing when I'm I'm, I'm focusing on something, I really put grind myself to be successful at it. So, you know what i mean so I uh, uh so principles of success i would say um is that um i would say that just just be honest to everyone and to yourself be truthful uh don't cheat anybody obviously i mean if sure. you, if you were to achieve something by cheating anyone is worthless yeah. and uh i presume that you know if you just 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 lead a simple life and uh, just focus on what you want just just do what makes you happy irrespective when you're 60 and you look back you would feel successful i know so as you look back what you're really trying to say is make sure you think before you do something because that can really impact other people's life because your life is actually associated with other people's life as well because you're a social animal so whatever you're doing should be able to um you know be of service to others right Yeah, sure. Yes. So that's amazing. Now, why I mentioned that, why I asked you that question is oftentimes what happens is when we have certain road blockers, when we have repercussions, when we have obstacles. Uh we think our dreams were hopeless. We 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 think that we are not um too big enough to make a difference. We think we're too small of an entity in this world to make a difference. We give up. So when challenges arrive at our doorstep, how can one go about it what do you think do you do you follow the same principle as just what you said be honest with yourself and do your do your 
I didn't catch your question properly. I'm sorry. Okay, that's okay. So, um, as you mentioned, you have to be really honest with yourself, yeah, and you yeah, have to yeah. other people. Whatever you do, make sure it doesn't harm other people. At least doesn't hurt other people. If you can be of service to others, right? So, uh, what do you do when challenges arrive at your doorstep? How do you manage challenges and adversities? Well. Uh... <laughs> You know, I, I for myself, I actually create my own challenges. And, okay. Um, no, but uh, frankly speaking, um, every challenge is different in nature, and um, you just have to be strong. I mean, all, all I can say is I can just say simple words that will sound very good, but uh, in in a situation like this, uh, I, look, right now, I'm sitting at home comfortably. Uh, there are people out there with all that is going on. They are facing so many challenges. I am in no position to say anything to them, and I have no idea how. I mean, I can very easily say something that'll probably be inspirational to sound. It'll, it'll sound inspirational, sure. but uh, it's it's a difficult question for me to answer. But every challenge is different in itself. Understand the challenge and uh, try and be strong and face it, and that's about Absolutely. it, I guess. Absolutely, <laughs> I think as you mentioned, true. Um, everybody has a different degree of adversity, different degree of challenge. Yes. If yes, I think yes. my challenge is too big, it may not be big as compared to somebody else's challenge. So that's yeah. quite interesting. Now, um, my dear audiences and the fans of Sumit, of course, uh, you know that Sumit is a wonderful singer. So I think we'd really like to hear a few lines from you. Um, we cannot wait to hear from you. Just a few lines for us, please. Is, is, my, uh, is my sister here? I can Sonia? Actually... Sonia, are you here? Just say hi. Because if my if my niece is here, then I'll sing the song that we sung together. Okay, perfect. Is she there? I'm so sorry. I'm not really focusing on. Uh... Okay, there is a friend of mine. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, there she is. Okay, so we we can do Momo ke Do you know the song? You also sing. I've seen your videos. Okay, yes, but of course not as melodious as you are. But... I, I... We can try. We can try. Okay, so we can try. Uh, what time is that? I'm sorry. Uh it is. It's. I think it's only been 27 minutes right now. So you can oh, take. Okay. Okay. There's still time. Take it easy. It's okay. Don't worry. No, and in worst case, worst case, if it gets cut, then we can do one more or another. Nah. So. <clears throat> so um, we will do alternate lines. Okay. So I'll. I'll um, let, let's sing the paragraph. Sure. Okay? Yeah. Okay. I'll try it, guys. Just, just, just live with, bear with us. Tu hoga zara pagal, tune mujko hai chuna. Tu hoga zara pagal, tune mujko hai chuna. कैसे तूने अन कहा तूने अन कहा सब सुना सरा पागल तूने मुझको है चुना तू दिन सा है मैं रात आ दोनों मिल जाए शामों की तरह ये मोह Thank you so much, Sumi. That was amazing. I know it. Thank you. I hope it was.
Amazing. Okay, so uh, after that melodious uh, song from you, I think we're gonna have a good night's sleep after listening to that. But uh, apart uh, from apart from joke aside, um, we really want to know more about your lockdown studio number one, and we also would like to know more about the short film. Uh, the short film I made a very long time ago. It was uh, it was a, it was a film called Rehman Sahab ko phone karna hai, and basically what what happened was that I I I, said, I wrote a film for the first time. uh and i said to myself that uh, okay i've written a film and i needed a producer so i said that uh if i go to a producer and i narrate the entire film what is uh, and i wanted to direct it as well so what is the reason why will he say okay fine i like you've written this but why should i give it to you to direct mm-hmm. so so again as i told you that if i'm doing something i'd want to be uh, i make my own life complicated so i said okay let me pick up a camera and let me do a mock shoot and let me let me prove to myself if i can direct at all so what i did was that i i picked up a camera without any lighting without any sound i just kind of did a mock shoot with mock uh, the casting was also kind of mock for sure okay. yeah but uh, i just fell in love with the entire with that entire raw shoot because you know the rawness of a first time filmmaker came across so i did have to spend a little bit of uh, a lot of time and a bit of money in kind of upgrading the 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 sound the picture stuff like that slightly not 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 too much right. and uh, well it did quite well it went uh, it went to about nine film festivals what was good was that there were a lot of film festivals where my film did not qualify because of the time oh. because you know there are cutoffs you know my my movie was a 45 minute film 44 minute long film and uh, your short films cut off at 20 25 and your feature started at 60 so it was a in between but still i was happy that uh, it was selected in, i i did send them they, they they had a clause that said that even if it doesn't qualify if we like the film we'll screen it it will not be uh, in the category for any award so it got selected in couple of festivals where it did not qualify as such but it, there was it was still screened so it felt good okay and is this and, a way uh, yeah. youtube Right now, or do no, they have no, no. particularly? How did <coughs> it's they, not available anymore. How did because they? Because I, I, no, because I've, uh, I've actually, I've actually written a feature version of the same. That's why I haven't put it out. I haven't, uh, I haven't kind of made the shorter version accessible. Okay. So um, that's about it. Okay. And um, lockdown studio is uh, guys. Lockdown studio. Listen to this. Listen to this. Lockdown studio. So lockdown studio is a, uh, is a new channel that I started about two months ago. and um i love to sing uh i just thought that i'll i'll utilize this time that i have at hand and um just kind of come up with a few covers in a way you can call them covers because they're not exactly covers they're kind of uh the songs are the first song was we are the world which was sung exactly the way it is i did remold a few lyrics uh for the coronavirus uh, unfortunate uh, scenario that's going on uh second Yeah, YouTube, Anjolika, YouTube. <laughs> yeah. You check my post, you'll know. You'll you'll get you'll get the links over there. Um. So um. The second was like a prayer. It was uh, Ekonkar. Yes. The the third song I had made I made just purely for entertainment. It actually is very entertaining and it is a little mm-hmm. funny as well. It's Pyar Hamay Kis Mor Pe Le Aaya. Uh. The fourth song is. Um, it's an original it's called jeete hum it's an original it's it's a it's a dedication a tribute to all the uh, the corona warriors the frontline warriors the policemen the doctors medical uh, staff everyone 
uh, I'm working on the fifth, which will hopefully be a genuine cover, where uh, it'll be where I'm changing the scale, I'm changing the tempo, very unplugged. <clears throat> so I'm I'm giving uh, I'm giving uh, perfect a shot at at Sheeran's perfect. Uh, so let's see how it. How it and so let's I see how it shapes out. Yes, and I think I did see your uh, the version of Safet Pe Safa that you've done seven different yeah. characters by one person. Seven different characters. How did you manage? It was to short, right? Yeah. Sorry. How did you manage to play seven characters one time? No, because courtesy the lockdown, every ten days you get a beard, right? So I let the beard grow for another another ten days. So twenty days I had. So I had one character, then then I had the second character with just this much, and the side locks. The third one. Had kind of a jazzy, jazzy mustache, whatever, a half goatee. So that that way, kind of. So from from the beard to clean shaven and everything in between. So it wasn't very difficult. <laughs> it wasn't very difficult to come into those characters, but it was a little complicated to kind of uh, accommodate all those characters within the same space. So the editing was a little complicated, but I think it came out very well. Yes. So yeah, the so lockdown studio is is here to entertain you people through singing. Uh, I I I utilize different uh, stuff at home. Uh, different things at home, where like right now, this bottle could be my mic. Yeah, so there are different things that are my mics, and um, yeah, so just just uh, visit, subscribe, and give me the fuel. Obviously. Yes, please, please, everybody here watching right now, spread the word. If you already know about it, watch his video. Okay, lock the lockdown studio. Plural. <laughs> yes. Videos, an array of videos. Okay. Yeah. And especially, my personal favorite is the one that you where you're playing the role characters, different characters of Satya Pesata because it's I think yeah. it's really difficult to do it. Yes. Um, okay, so I think uh, that was about most of the questions. But before leaving uh, this interview, I think something I really want to ask is, um, how has your life changed post the outbreak of coronavirus? How has it affected you? Um. I don't think it's really changed very much. It has changed for sure. Changed to the extent that we're just stuck at home, and we don't get out. Um, look, I'm an actor, and actors' lives. We 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 are professionally. One does go through. Every actor has gone through phases, lockdown phases, professionally. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, so so it's not it's it's not something that you know you're missing that you know you're, you're very busy working. So you go through busy phases. But you know, a life of, of an actor is very erratic. Our schedules are very erratic. So uh, even even while you're working, even while you're doing a show, you may go through ten uh, days of rigorous shooting. After which you may just not shoot for five days at a stretch. Sure. Right. Every every day in itself is also very erratic in terms of you don't have a fixed time to go. You don't have a fixed time to come back. You you may shoot for about four hours, four to six hours one day. You may shoot uh, twelve to fourteen hours another day. Right. And yeah. I'm very happy with that uh, with that erraticism. I have kind of uh, gelled very well with it. I have no problem. It's just that when I have my Scrabble tournaments is when I require an adjustment when I travel for Scrabble, um, and uh, so I think uh, I think somebody who has a who has a regular job, who has a Monday to Friday nine to five job every alternate Saturday Sundays are holidays, for somebody like them I would presume this kind of this lockdown and staying at home kind of thing would have affected uh, much more. This is when I'm comparing myself just to people who are working and living comfortably. Uh, obviously, right. it has affected. Lot yeah. many people in, in, yes, in, in terrible ways. My heart goes out to them, and I, I wish uh, everything sorts out very soon. We're all hoping for the best, Sumit. 
Thank yes. you so yes. much. It was an absolute pleasure, delight having you on my show. Um, and I'm, and I'm sure that you're going to be lucky for me uh, as my first guest. Um, thank you uh, so much. Convey my regards to Amrita. I, I did see her right now. Uh, so hello, Amrita. A big hello no. to you. A big hello to oh, everyone. Yeah, and okay. and hello to your niece, niece you as know, well. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sure she's there. Very well. Yeah. But thank you, thank you. It was, it's been a pleasure, and I wish you all the very best, Tenzin, with all your show, with all your shows ahead, your talks ahead. Okay. See you guys. Bye. Thank you so much for being here, and uh, take care. Stay safe.